0: Good morning and happy Sunday, December 17th, and welcome back to Brighter Sight Church. I'm Pastor Austin. Hello and good morning. I have a great sermon for us today, and it is titled Only One Way. So that's coming up with us next. Um, I just want to say good morning. I hope you all are having a wonderful day today. We are going to be sharing a lot of information today, um, and I'm going to share uh, information on how to give your tithing, your offering, and so much more. Before we do any of that, though, I have not pulled a scripture card for us out of the scripture card uh, acrylic box that Pastor Hagee has given us um, that he had on his website for a special offer that we gave our tithing offering for and got that. gonna pull a random scripture card here. This title is Forgiveness, is what it says. Forgiveness. Again, a forgiveness scripture card. Let's go ahead and read this scripture card here. We'll do this one. Pay attention. Always be on guard. If your brother sins and disregards God precepts, solemnly warn him. And if he repents and changes, forgive him. Great reminder of that. So that is our daily scripture card on this wonderful Sunday. I want to go ahead and take us in for a prayer today. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you for everyone gathered here now. Thank you that you know each of us by name and have caused us to walk with you. We say that you that we are dependent on you and our trust is in you completely. As we surrender ourselves in adoration, we ask that you would come by your Holy Spirit and inspire our hearts today. Come fill our lives with your love, fill our conversations with your grace and your truth, And fill this meeting here today with your presence. We ask this for your glory and your praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It was a great prayer. Get us ready today. Let the Lord just come in. Because where two or more are gathered, the Holy Spirit is with us today so again good morning i'm pastor austin i'm going to go ahead and share some information we have changed some stuff on our website if you weren't with us for bible study um on wednesday night i talked about it then but if you weren't there um here is our new website i have updated some forms and i've changed some things on here and we no longer have paypal as an option to give um so I have now kind of conformed our website into a more easier way to access different things. Bigger buttons, bigger text, um, other stuff like that. Icon has been changed uh, and just moved on the sideline, which I like very much, um, and kind of squished together. Um, I might move some stuff out a little bit later, but pretty much this way we're going to keep the website for quite some time. Um, and you will find our Worship Now button, podcast button, and our four ways to give a tithe and an offering. Uh, If you do want to support this ministry and help sow a seed, you can follow these instructions that I'm about to give. But I do just want to say that it is not, you know, if if you're led to sow to this ministry, you're led to sow. If God leads you, go ahead and sow. We would highly appreciate your offering and it would bless this ministry truly. But if God does not lead you to sow and you've gave your tithe somewhere else, don't worry about it. It's okay. What you can do to help support this ministry is just to pray for us. Pray for our success in this ministry. Pray to help the gospel get spread across the world through Brighter Side Church and just pray for the ministry. That is as big as giving a tithe and offering. So pray for us. If you feel led to sow, if God leads you to sow, sow. If not, don't worry about it. So getting back over, if you do want to sow, uh, give a tithe and offering. You can call the phone or text the phone hotline 814-429-3790. Again, that's 814-429-3790. You can give through Venmo or Cash App. Or you can email us with your debit card, credit card, or your a picture of your signed check written out to our finance manager. Information for that is down below this video or podcast episode. And that is pastoraustinbsc at gmail.com. And I often forget to mention, but I do just want to say, um, if you guys uh, are new here, or if you haven't watched my older services, or maybe you just forgot about it, but we do offer free Bibles to anyone who would like one, um, you can visit online a website which will help you find one. And that's going to be at Bible. Sorry about that. That's going to be um, BiblesforAmerica.org. Um, if you go there and you can order a Bible for free, it is the New Testament Recovery version. It's only the New Testament, but you can get them. You can also download the free ebook. so just you can order a Bible for free, put in your first name, put in your first name, put in your last name, put in your email, cell phone number, address, and other information, and go ahead and order your Bible from there. Um, but you can also go to our uh, go to biblegateway.com and you can sign into our bible gateway account and you can also view our highlights and notes and that emails pastor austin bsc at gmail.com and the passwords Brighter side church one with a capital b click login and you are in and like from last uh, from wednesday night Romans 5 you can view all of our highlights and view some notes that I left in here and our. But if you do want a Bible, a different one, you don't want the new, just the New Testament or even the recovery, email me at PastoraustinBSC at gmail.com and I can help you get you a Bible. I can mail you one to your address. Um, I can mail you one to a P.O. Box. I can send you an Amazon gift card for one. Um, Anything at all like that, I can send you the cash for one. I just ask that you provide a receipt uh, before I um, reimburse you for the Bible um, and just make sure that it's, you know, not some big massive bible there's uh plenty that you can choose from on amazon that are like a hundred some dollars um we're not purchasing those we are purchasing entry bibles that have sufficient information because in the end a bible's a bible uh, we are going to be purchasing the niv unless you'd like a different version you can let us know um but email pastor austin bsc at gmail.com for more information on a bible prayer request or anything else and back to our website make sure you log in or make an account and you can view our forms. Um, forms are a great, a great discussion on here. Um, we have a general discussion for ideas, stories, pictures, and more. Prayer requests. We have a, a, a space for your questions and your answers and sharing knowledge. We have a place for motivational prayers and quotes. And a place to share Uh, cooking and baking recipes, or check out any other ones. This is all new, so we don't have anything in here yet, but I'll be adding some personal recipes from my home church with the person who made the recipe and some of my own personal recipes um, that I'll be sharing here on this list pretty soon. So stay tuned for that, and you can view our website. The information to go to it is down below. So with that being said, let's go ahead and come back together. We're going to jump out to two songs. And we'll come back to jump into our service on this wonderful Sunday. We'll be right back. Let's
1: worship. All the things that I've held dear, the vanities that whispered in my ear. What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy. I've come to find they never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul surprised? I don't wanna love what the world loves. I don't wanna chase what the world loves. All I want three
2: Miracle walker, promise keeper Light in the darkness My God, that is who you are make a miracle walker Promise keeper, light in the darkness My God, that is who you are You are here Touching me Promise Keeper Light in the darkness That is who you are Uh, We make a miracle walk Promise Keeper Light in the darkness My God the answer to it all I worship you. You are here. Meeting every need. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, it is a devotion day. I'm
0: Okay, and welcome back. Those songs are a great way to get us introduced and get us ready for today's service. Get a sip of your drink. And let's get started. So, again, phenomenal sermon coming today. But I think I mentioned the wrong one in the beginning. Today's sermon is titled Praying with Power. Um, and we're all looking at Scripture Matthew 21, verses 21 through 22. And if I mentioned our summary for the other one, um, I apologize because uh, I had the wrong one. The summary is, we can use our authority to pray with power. Prayer is one of the keys to the kingdom of God, and it's important to know how to pray with power. Um, Again, our scripture we're looking at is Matthew 21, verses 21 through 22. Let's go ahead and get started, guys. So on the evening of January 5th, Adolf Merkel... That's Germany's fifth richest man. His net worth is $9.2 billion. He opened the door of his modest home in Germany and stepped out into the frigid air. The 74-year-old old outdoorsman was keen on taking long walks to clear his head, but he hadn't returned home a few hours later. His family called the police, and instead of taking a walk that cold night, Merkel drove the suburb, parked his car, and walked a few hundred yards to the train tracks, and at 5.30 a.m., the conductor on an express train felt a bump and alerted authorities to investigate. Merkel's mangled corpse was found two hours later. The note he left behind are poorly read, I'm sorry. Even if you're very rich or powerful, if you're just trusting in yourself, Sooner or later, something will happen, and you will have nothing else to hold on to. It's so sad when people look only to themselves to survive the challenges of this world. As believers in Christ, we have the privilege of connecting with the greatest and most powerful being in the entire universe, God. But it's so sad when we don't know how to use this powerful connection. In Matthew 21, verses 21 through 22... Jesus talks about our powerful connection with God, which we can access through prayer. Nothing is impossible for us, according to Jesus, if we ask by faith. I call this praying with power. Let's read. Verse 21. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So many people only try to figure out things with themselves, and they can't do that unless they truly keep their prayer. They can't do it all unless they own, unless they pray. The, truly, you cannot do anything by yourself. How can you deal? I mean, think about it. We often already feel stressed enough. We feel stressed about the world, about the economy, about the money, about our paycheck. Same difference. Feel stressed about the devil taking over, problems in schools, problems at work. When are we gonna get shot because there's gonna be a bank robbery or we're gonna go to the grocery store and we're gonna hear there's a bomb threat. Our kids go to school and we're worried they're gonna come home or not come home at all or they're gonna come home uh, hurt uh, or we're gonna get a call. Uh, if there's a current bomb threat at the school Or, you know, we're sending our kids out for innocent trick-or-treating, or or whatever you may do, and you hear about all these nasty things being happening. Halloween was originally, in case you didn't know, it was originally a Christian holiday. And I made a sermon that I want to talk about that about as well, but we're not going to get into that today. But I'm going to talk about how every Christian holiday has been taken over by a mascot. We got a lot of different holidays. And think about it in the meantime. But I'm going to talk about it in another sermon. I'm just going to say all the ones though. Halloween was taken over by the devil. It's all like devil, vampire, all that stuff. It was supposed to be a fun, innocent holiday. And kids going and trick-or-treating in innocent outfits until the the devil took over. Christmas is coming up. I'm going to talk about that one. This sermon this will be after, right after Christmas. Um, you guys will hear this just into the new year. Um, actually, no, it'll be the 31st on New Year's Eve. We're going to have a service, and I'm going to talk about it going into the new year. But all the holidays coming up this this next year. But we got Christmas. Christmas is originally for the birth of Jesus. Celebrate the birth of Jesus, right? What do we What do we do in that? What's the mascot for that? Santa and his elves. We got Easter, also for Jesus. He got on the cross. He got put in the cross and he suffered all kinds of pain for us. Well, we got our mascot, the big fat bunny rabbit. Let's continue. Fourth of July, not really for Christian. I mean, not, not like not really like a Christian holiday. It's based on the military. We're supposed to celebrate our freedoms, right? Right? No mascot, really. We look at other holidays. Valentine's Day, not really even a mascot for Valentine's Day either. But there's so many holidays that keep on adding up. There are Christian holidays and mascots have taken over. That's the devil. Not saying Santa's the devil. But you're telling your kids to believe in something other than Christ Jesus. You should not be teaching them that. So stay tuned for the sermon next week where we talk about the birth of Jesus. And make sure your children know. So, the truth about it is, praying with power is the first key to using our God given authority as citizens of the kingdom of God. When we do so, the kingdom of God will become a reality in our lives and in the lives of those God, of those, God is allowing us to touch. Remember, we can pray with power, not yesterday, not tomorrow. It could be tomorrow, but it's today. So how do we pray with power? You may ask, how do we pray with power? We must log on. We must specify our request to God. And we must thank God for the answer before it's even happened. And we must speak out our faith and talk. So the logging on part. If you're familiar with the internet or if you even just use your ATM, you know you must log in before you can get on to any network. Otherwise, you don't have authority to it. You put in your your, your card, the Mac machine, the ATM, to get out 50 bucks. It makes you put in your PIN number. You are logging into your PIN. You're putting in your PIN number. You have to log in to get access to your bank. You go online and you go to almost any resource. You go to your online bank. Please log in with your username and your password. Your water bill. Please log in with your username and your password. You go onto your radio account. Please log in with your email and your password. Your credit card, please log in with your email and your password. Your credit score, password, email. Mortgage, email, password. Shopping account, email, password. Chat account, email, password. Even our website, email, password. You must log on. This is also true when it comes to prayer. We must log in on the right username. Born again Christian. We must log in on the right using password by faith in the Christ Jesus. We can only have access to the throne of God when we become one of his children. Let's read John 1, verse 12 through 13. Let's read. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. If you had a baby, it's not because you had intercourse. If you had a baby, it's not because you wanted one. If you had a baby, it's not because it was just a coincidence. If you had a baby, it was God. People say, well, I don't want this baby. Why would God give me a baby that I don't want? Did you know that sometimes God actually gives people a baby to bring them together? If he knows that you're supposed to have a husband and unfortunately you don't follow the commandment and you have intercourse with someone you're not married to them, guess what? You may have a baby. Why? God gave it to you. There's a reason. Let's read Matthew 7 verse 11. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? In other words, as a child of God, we must approach the heavenly throne with full confidence, using the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the only way we can draw near to God in prayer or in worship. It says so in Hebrews 10, verses 19 through 22. And remember, like I said, we can pray with power starting today. Not yesterday. It may not have been yesterday. But today. Start it now. We don't have to wait. Secondly, we must specify our request to God. Now... A lot of people don't experience the power of God because they pray in such general terms. I think the reason behind this is fear. We're afraid nothing will happen after we pray, so to avoid discouragement, we pray in general terms. There are biblical grounds for praying more specifically. Listen to that again. There are biblical grounds. Think about your battery for your car. You got grounds and positives positives, and minuses. Grounds. You're grounding a wire. You're doing a new electric in your home for a light. You're grounding a wire. Without the ground, it's not safe. It usually will not work. It won't. You must have a ground. Imagine 75,000 acres of pure luscious green grass that are biblical grounds plenty of opening jesus prayed this way let's read mark you mark 4 mark you mark 14 verse 35 through 36 going a little farther he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible the hour might pass for him from him abba father he said everything is possible for you take this cup from me yet not what i will but what you will Jesus taught his disciples to pray this way. To pray with power, we must learn to be more specific in our prayers and avoid generalities. We must thank God for the answer. Jesus told his disciples in Mark 11 verse 24, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This is the secret to praying with power. Thanking God means you were already assuming that your prayers have been answered. Feeding of the 5,000. Jesus thanked God and then distributed the bread and the fish. Now take note of that. It wasn't, it wasn't after he gave the bread and the fish and said, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. It was before he gave out that fish. He already knew that God was going to do just what he needed to do which was to make that bread and that fish get bigger, to feed 5,000 people. And it was enough. We may not see instant relief from stuff like that. We may not see instant things. We may not look at something. And that's often, uh, I'm going to be honest, a problem with mine is that I don't see an answer fast enough. But it's plenty fast enough. God knows how fast he has to get an answer to you. But we often sit here and we often think, Okay, it's been five days, Lord. I'm still waiting. Okay, Lord, it's been a month. I'm still waiting. Okay, Lord, it's been five months. I'm still waiting. Okay, Lord, it's been one year. I'm still waiting. Okay, Lord, two years, three years, four years. Some of you have been waiting 10 years. Some of you, 30 years. Some of you, 60 years. Some of you, 80 years. Some of you, all your life, you've been waiting. But God knows the perfect time. Could you imagine... Snow in the middle of July in a regular climate state. It's a hot, hot day. 99 degrees Fahrenheit. And you walk outside, you're cutting your lawn, you're mowing your yard, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, it starts snowing like a blizzard, 10 degree weather, and the grass is just covered in snow. It's not time for that. Do you think anyone's going to be happy with that if they're in the middle of mowing their lawn? Their lawnmower is going to be turned to a snowblower. I'd be mad because personally, I don't like the snow. <laughs> I love winter. I love Christmas. But I do not like the snow. Um, so, you know, it's not time for that. It's the wrong time. Some would be happy. You would be happy to have that. But others wouldn't be. And God knows that, that right now is not the time for that. So imagine that you're not ready for a dog. You think you're ready for a dog, but you're not ready for a dog or a baby or a cat or a fish. And you get this baby, this dog, this child, this fish, whatever it may be. And you try to raise this dog, train this dog, raise this baby, train this baby, train the cat. You can't do it. You're not ready yet. But you think you are. It's not time yet. God knows exactly when you're ready and it will be absolutely perfect. think about that Another illustration of this is in Paul and Silas in Acts 16 verse 25. Let's read. About midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. So they were praying and singing hymns while in prison. What were they praying about? Whatever it was, they felt assured to sing hymns also. Later, the Lord opened the doors. If you haven't read a good bit of Acts yet, I recommend it. Acts is so good. It's all about the Acts of God. Praying with power means thanking God in advance, even before we see the answer with our eyes. No matter what may be. If you just truly say, and I know it's hard, a lot of you right now are like, I've tried, I can't have enough faith, I worry too much. And listen, I've been through that as well. I pray about things and my mind would just go crazy. Is the Lord gonna do this? Is he gonna do this? Is he gonna do this? Is he gonna do this? Oh my gosh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Lord, 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 please, 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 Lord. Please, Lord. Please me my answer. I need my answer. I'm so worried. Oh, no. Oh, my. Oh. You know what the Lord is trying to tell you? He's trying to say in a simple manner, shut up. <laughs> he is trying to tell you just to shut your mouth and calm down. He is there for you. There is no reason to feel this pain, this worry of what's going to happen next. There is no reason to feel bad or worry or suffer. All you have to do is just thank God for it. I did it once and everything else fell into place. So all you have to do is once you speak your prayer, just say, Lord, I know you're going to do this because you're an almighty God and you can do anything. Thank you. Amen. That's it. Wait and see what happens. You know, I'm going to go in extreme debt here because I bet $99.9 trillion that he's going to answer your prayer. I don't bet nothing. Because betting is not what you're supposed to do. But you get my point. I am so confident that God will answer your prayers. That I will give you everything I have. Because I know that he's going to answer your prayer next we must speak out our faith praying with power does not end with simply talking to god and thanking him for the answer that we expect it also involves speaking out our faith so that others even demons may hear that so make sure you add that in as well and you may ask well how do i do that i'm going to give you some examples in Matthew 21, verse 19, Jesus said to the fig tree in the hearing of his disciples, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately, Matthew says, the tree withered. In teaching his disciples about praying with power, Jesus also said, But also, you can say to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. In verse 21, Jesus wanted his disciples to say something after they pray. In the incident where Jesus healed a boy with an evil spirit, in Mark 9, verse 14 through 29, Jesus taught his disciples about the importance of prayer and casting out evil spirits. But we don't see him praying. Instead, we hear him rebuking the evil spirit in verse 25. Your deaf and mute spirit, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. Jesus must have prayed before that, although there is no record of it. But after praying, he spoke. In other words, God wants us to use our voice to speak out our faith. Peter remembered in this, th- th- this precise principle when he encountered the crippled beggar at the temple gate called Beautiful. Look at what he said in Acts 3, verses 6. Let's read. Then Peter said, Silver of gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Well, I just said, I have so much faith that God will do stuff that I am going to give you all I have. And it's hard for me to do that. It's hard for anyone to do that. Because deep down, the devil wants you to think that Jesus will not help you, that the Holy Spirit will not come to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The devil wants to, to make you feel that you cannot move on. The devil wants to make you feel like you're stuck. The devil wants to make you feel like God is worthless. The devil wants to make you think that the Holy Spirit will not help you. The devil wants you to think that God will not move the mountain. And that's why you think to yourself, how in the world can a mountain move? How can you move a mountain? That's the devil making you double question the Lord. The Lord can do anything. And people say you shouldn't fear God. Well, in fact, you should fear fear God. You should fear what God can do because he can do anything. Will he do you harm? No. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans not to harm you, but to prosper. So what is the rationale behind this? If not as if, as some wrongly assume, we are like God, able to speak out things into being. The explanation is found in Romans 10, verses 9 9 through 10. As we speak, our faith is made complete. So we must speak out our faith so that our faith we may complete by our confession. Remember, we can pray with power starting today. Why are you waiting? Start today. Pray with power today. Again, log on. Make sure that you are praying to God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Start off your prayer with my father who art in heaven, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior, start off your prayer with power. Log on. You can't take your debit card that you have for the Bank of Bank of America and log into your local bank of Santander, Orstown, or M&T, or PNC, or Vero. You have to take that card and log in online to the correct website. When you're sending a prayer and you're putting your hands together, please help me pass this test. Amen. Please help me work out this this bad thing right now. Amen. Who are you talking to? Are you talking to an elephant? Imagine you go to your bank teller or imagine you go to your teacher and you say, you gave me a 90. Where, what, and when? We need description. When you go to your bank, yeah. They did $1,000. Who, what, where, and when. You have to say, someone charged my bank account $1,000. Their name was blah. On the date of blah, can you help me? They need specific information. So log on. Make sure you know who your prayer is going to. And be specific with your requests. Don't just say, please help me, Lord. He knows what you need help with. But in his mind, he's thinking, what do they want? They want help with their phone, their dog, their cat, making a drink, stopping being an alcoholic, finding a good meal plan, getting over their weary cold, their sinus infection. What do you want? I mean, mean, what do you do? God can read minds. But would you go up to to anybody who you need help from, your boss, and be like, help me? Uh, Your boss and be like, "Uh, okay, ma'am. With, okay, sir, okay, ma'am. Okay, what do you need help with? I need help. With what? I need help. With what? The same answer every time. Be specific. I need help because my computer is crashing. I need help because I feel like I am stuck with alcohol. I'm an alcoholic. I need help because I'm stuck with narcotics. I need help because I feel like my life is not worthy anymore. I need help because I'm falling in a temptation. I need help because I cannot read my Bible. I need help because I was in a car crash. Be specific with your requests, with your prayer, whenever you reach God. Be specific. He must know what you want, when you want, and how you want it. You're not going to walk into a diner and and ask the waiter. Yeah, she wants to know what you want to eat. I want an omelet with no tomato. I want it with Mexican hot peppers, cayenne pepper, black pepper, garlic powder, extra egg, extra cheese, and bacon and sausage. Otherwise, how do they know what you want on your omelet? You have to be specific. And thank God for the answer even before you see it. A lot of people here, their waiter comes around and they bring out their notepad. They have their notepad ready. They come around. Hi there, sir. Welcome to Denny's. Welcome to uh, any other diner. What can I get for you today? Oh, yeah. Can I get a, uh, I want you to get me a uh, Mexican omelet. And they write down Mexican omelet. Okay, coffee. They write down your entire order. They're all good to go. Anything else, certainly that's going to be all for today. What do you say? Some people just have no respect and they just don't say anything. But a lot of people say thank you. Thank you. Your food ain't out yet. That waiter didn't put your order in yet. She didn't bring you your silverware maybe yet. You may have not got your drink yet, but you told her thank you. You know that she's going to bring your order. So if you can have trust that a waiter, some random woman, some waiter, wait, wait, waiter, waitress, whoever, man, woman whoever, if you can trust, they're going to get your food to you. Why can't you trust that God has a plan? Why can't you trust that he is going to give you what you need? Why can't you trust that he's already answered your prayer? The thing is, you can. And speak out your faith. And speak it out well. Let's try it right now with our specific needs or the needs of someone we care about. Let's thank God for the privilege of drawing near to God and asking him for anything that we need. He he hears us and he will answer our prayers. Remember, we can pray with power starting today. So start praying. Start praying. Get praying. Log on and be specific and thank God for your answer and speak out your faith. Follow those steps and your prayer will be so powerful. You only got to pray once. And it will be powerful enough to get to God. And you can pray again and again and again. It's good to remind God. But he knows. He's working on it. So keep working with it. Keep the faith in your prayer. Make sure you're not logging on to the evilspirit.com. Make sure you're not logging on with the wrong username. Oh, um, Danielle2256. Austin1125. Charlie1127. Bianca9929. Make sure you're logging on. Prayer to God. John 3.16. Make sure your password's correct. Make sure it's going to the right place. Before you put in your prayer. Log on. Put in your prayer. Speak out your faith. Be specific. Don't just say, Please help me. With what? Tell God exactly what you need help with. And speak out your faith. I know you're going to do this. You're a powerful, almighty God. Because the devil's over here in the corner and he's just so ready to eat you up. And you're praying. And he's scared to get close. He's out of the door. He leaves the room. He's farther and farther and farther and farther away. And all of a sudden he gets a little bit closer because you're almost done with your prayer and he just wants to snatch away all your faith that you have. But as soon as you say that he is an almighty, powerful God and nobody can ever beat him, whoo! Devil's gone! He ain't coming back! Speak and pray with faith. Follow your four steps. Log on. Be specific. Thank God for your answer before you see it. Like you do with your waiter, and your check, your manager at work tells you your check coming in in five days. It's $1,000. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You don't know if it's going to come in, but you trust it will. Trust God and speak out your faith and keep it going. I want to thank everybody for coming in today for my sermon, for our sermon. God has been here today. And I just want to say it's, it's God speaking through me. It's not me. It's God through me. So give God the credit, not me. I'm just being his disciple. I am just giving what I need to. I am a child of God, and I'm doing my job here on earth. So make sure you give all the glory to God, not to me. Give it all to him. Uh, He is the true one, and I'm just here on the altar. (laughs) So I want to thank you all here for coming in today for this wonderful sermon. I thought it was a great one. Uh, If you agree, leave a like down below. And if you feel inclined, and don't forget to subscribe. And stay tuned for our next upcoming Sunday church sessions. And if you'd like to sow, us see this ministry and help us bless this ministry and support and give gospel all across the world, which is my true dream, and get this all the way to Africa, all the way to Asia, all the way to Russia, all the way to Ukraine, all the way to Mexico, make sure that down below you can support this ministry in either two ways. It's so easy. Give a tithe and offering if you can, if you feel led to sow, or just pray for us. That's all you have to do, because God answers prayers. Pray with power when you pray for our ministry. Thank you for watching. You can connect with us over on Twitter at AUSLIN7, my personal Twitter, A-U-S-L-Y-N-N7, or check out the Brighter Side Church Twitter at Brighter underscore Church. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you Wednesday night for our Bible study. God bless you. Have a great week.
3: I was rich. I remember who I was. I was lost. I was blind, I was running out of time. Sin separated, the breach was far too wide, but from the far side of the chasm, you held me in your side, so you made a way across the great divide left behind throne, to build it here inside. And there at the cross, you paid the debt I owe. Broke my chains, freed my soul, for the first time I had hoped. Thank you, Jesus, for the into glorious life, you took my place, laid inside my tomb of sin, you were buried for three days, but then you walked right